The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. This story has never been published, has never been told, has never been heard. Um, and it was because my, my uh, nephew, Yudha Dan, came to visit me uh, this week and from Lakewood, New Jersey, with a schlep. And, and him and his brother Moshe, it was very, very nice. And he, to- he says, I have this story for you that um, Taka was amazing. The story happened with a friend of his, and his name is, I hope he doesn't mind, I asked him, I called him, I asked him, please ask your friend if he minds using his name, because it's a beautiful thing. The friend did a beautiful thing, I don't see why not. The friend's name was Kozlowitz, I don't know his first name, and he was in real estate, and if you remember, um, the past, I think two, three weeks ago, was a big real estate convention in Florida. Anyone and everyone mortgages real estate or uh, was there. No, it was a few, two, a few weeks, two, three weeks, two weeks ago. Yeah, it was expensive to get in, very expensive to get in. I think it's like, uh, unless you sponsor, it's like $15,000 or something like that. But it was important to be there, everyone was there. Anyway, this guy, this fellow, Yungaman from Lakewood, I mean, went, went into real estate, and uh, he um, went to the, uh, he, he was supposed to fly like a 7.30 flight, or earlier, 5.30 flight, but his friend called him and told him, I'm getting engaged uh, tonight, so I'd love to have you at L'chaim. He says, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Let me try. He changed his ticket to be by his L'chaim. He changed it to a 7.30 flight from, out from LaGuardia, but he had to, it landed in Fort Lauderdale instead of Miami. The, the convention was in Miami. But he, for a friend, what do you, don't you do? So he comes to L'chaim. He says, I'm so happy I could be here a little bit. I've got to run soon. It's still, you know... Uh, but then he looks at his he at his notifications. The plane is delayed till eleven thirty-five, as we all know how things goes. Um, he says, "Great, you know, great. I could spend some time here and whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll then I'll go." Um, he went to the airport, and it was a little delayed. More by the time they landed, it was almost two o'clock, and he had a rental car that was waiting for him, but the rental car company was closed. So he figured, okay, I'll take an Uber, I'll get from another office, I'll figure it out. So he took an Uber to the, to the convention, I mean to the play hotel. And by the time the next day came around, he says, you know what, I'm here for two days. Even though the second day I have to visit my grandmother, and, and I believe it was up in Boca, in one of Deer Park, one of the, those places. It was far, but I'll, I'll take an Uber. It's not worth running around to an office and finding a car or whatever. So... The second day, the convention ended, and he went to visit his grandmother. So he called an Uber, and it was far. And the Uber was $100 to get up there. And he's uh, in the Uber, and it's like an older man. Looks turned out the fellow was 80 years old. He was driving. And he uh, starts asking him. You know, sometimes you get Uber drivers that are talkative, sometimes that are quiet. You know, This guy seemed like the, the talkative one. He says, oh, I see you're... He says, let me ask you a question. Did you uh, daven this morning? He says, yeah, yes. He said, did you put out, did you put out the fill? And of course, I, obviously. He said, and the guy wasn't wearing yarmulke or anything like that. He said, uh, did you learn uh, dafyomi? He says, yeah, actually I did. Okay. Where is it going? And, and, and chumash? Yeah. He said, okay, so tell me, you don't look like somebody who knows all about these things. What about yourself? So he tells him his whole story. He says, uh, yeah. He has a, a difficult life. He he was he was divorced, and he he uh, 
business closed down and, and then nobody wanted to hire him. So he has to be an Uber driver. He's just, he's barely making ends meet. But he goes, he davens in shul. He goes to Chabad. He puts on tefillin before he starts. And he learns, chumish, he learns Tanya once a week. And he learns Chumash once a week also. He says, wow, who do you learn Chumash with? He says, I learned Chumash with a partner of Torah. And he says, oh, where... He says, what's, what's your Chavrus's name? You and Noam, he's from New Jersey. He says, I'm from New Jersey too. So he says, yeah, but New Jersey's very big. You know, you're not going to know him. So he says, I'll tell you his name. I don't remember the name. I asked for Avi Bloom or something like that. So he so Castle was in the back, the back seat of the car. He goes, oh, oh, oh okay, yeah, I can't, I can't imagine who that is. He, he, he dials, he finds his number. He dials, he puts it on speaker. And he says, uh, Avi, I have a guy, what's your name? Edward uh, Markowitz here. Um, he tells me, uh, he uh, learns with you, you're the right guy? He goes, Edward Markowitz, you're in, you're in his car? How do you, and how did that happen? Like, you usually rent cars here. here. He says, oh, I can't, the guy was almost, went up the road, he's your friend, you know. Yeah, well, we know, we have, we know each other. So um, he takes him to speak. He's telling him. He said, "Take me to speak. I want to talk about him." So he takes him to speak. He said, "I want you to know this guy who you're driving with. He, he's a tzaddik. He he actually is meisa nefesh for Shabbos. He he's not religious yet, but I told him he's got to do Shabbos. And he says, I, can't, I, I want to, but I can't afford it.' He says, "All right. How much do you make after everything? How much do you make?" from Shabbos. Like, take all your gas costs, whatever, you give Uber, and whatever. He says, he made a cheshvin, he says it was $80. He says, $80, I'm in. I quick pay him $80 every week for Shabbos, and he does it. That's all, he didn't, he didn't, he hung up the phone, he, he said, okay, good, good, well, it's, what a coincidence, beautiful, hung up the phone. As he, when he heard this, he said to him, Edward, listen, um, I have to go to the airport in like, after I visit my grandma, two hours. I figured, maybe turn off the thing, I'll pay you private. You don't have to share it with the uh, thing. He said, all right, but you don't understand how long you're staying. Two hours. It means I have to wait two hours. And it, he says, I would love to do it, but I'll tell you the honest, it'll be cheap, much cheaper for you. Just call an Uber afterwards. And this, he says, no, 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 no. I love going with you. I want to go with you. I, I, it's hard to get. I know that you're outside and you're waiting. Big deal. How, give me a price. Let's go. So he says, you have cash to give me, whatever? He says, yeah, I got, I got enough cash. He said uh, two fifty. He says, "Okay, you know what? You got it. Figured it. Okay, a little more. You got it. Uh, wait for me." So he goes to visit his grandma. Two hours. He comes back out, and um, he says. And by the way, even beforehand, he gave him three hundred fifty dollars, hundred dollar tip. So the guy says, I, I, "I can't believe this. I can't believe this is happening to me. How? You don't understand." Just this week, and he didn't know the conversation he had with Avi Bloom. He says, just this week I told him, I, I, Avi sends me money because he doesn't want me to work on Shabbos, and I'm struggling terribly, and I'm so behind in bills, you have no idea. Mortgage and everything. He says, uh, just this week I told him, listen, i got to work a double shift on Saturday. It, it's not going can't, to, I can't do it with $80. It's not working. I, I can't make it. And I, I don't know what to tell you. So he says... Amin Machavir says, don't worry, Shabbos is a bracha. Watch, you'll see this week you're going to get a fare that is so crazy, it's going to cover all your extra, whatever you would have made for Shabbos. You'll see. 
and here you are giving me three hundred fifty dollars cash. You know how long I have to work to get that from over? It takes half. I don't know, whatever they take. You know, this is beyond what I could ever make. You know, on if I work twenty four seven Shabbos. You know, so he uh, he says I can't believe it. Anyway, the story goes on. Actually, it gets even more crazy that as they're talking here somewhere he lives, it turns out at Brasey because it's uh, he turns out that he how uh, Shabbos saves you. Um, he turns out that he lived in, he told him the street lay, he, he asked him, do you live in number eight? He says, yeah, number eight, um, did the bank foreclose it? He goes, how do you know that? He says, because I just bought your house. <laughs> We're going to try to arrange it. We're going to work on it, don't worry. Um, I'm here, I'm not, uh, you know. Um, so, like, that's a beautiful thing with this guy, because if you pay money, I, I don't know if I would do that, that means you have to stop, you know, that's your whole investment, you know, that means, you, whatever. But it's a sitkiss on this Kazlo's part. Amazing. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.